The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at searsimports.com. You know what drives me crazy? Two-hour themed Zoom meetings with our boss. A phone call from B. Arthur? No, buying something pre-owned and having it break in like two days. That's the worst. It is, but you know what? If you're buying a pre-owned car, get it from Sears Imported Autos. And you won't have that problem, believe me. Really? Oh, absolutely. They have an amazing selection of certified pre-owned cars that are vetted, not just checked, They are vetted. Wow, that sounds very dramatic and serious. Well, it is. Sears takes it very seriously, and they back it up with extensive warranty coverage, which equals peace of mind. You know you're buying a quality car, and you know you won't have to worry about something happening, and I love that. But I don't want to leave the house. Oh, I hear you, and a lot of people don't want to leave the house. That's why you can browse and even complete the whole car purchasing process online, like from your couch. You can do it all at Sears Import. Again, searsimports.com. And you can also configure your dream car, and then they'll find it, and even if you want, bring it to your door. How about financing? Because I assume I have to pay for the car? Um, yes, Lex, you do. <laughs> Sears has so many financing options, and their staff makes that part of it so easy and painless. I was, I'm not kidding, I was amazed when I bought my car there uh, recently, uh, back in November. The financing portion, which I usually dread, took, and I timed this, six minutes. No joke. I laughed. I was like, what? It's one of the things I remember most from that glorious day, and it's one of the many reasons why. Sears Imported Autos won best of the best from Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. And they've been serving four generations of returning happy customers for over 55 years. That is remarkable. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes from downtown Minneapolis on 394. For more information or to see their huge inventory, just go to SearsImports.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 8 o'clock. And final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on this Friday, April 30th, 2021. I'm Jason Matheson, along with Alexis Thompson, Don McLean, and Kenny. Right here on my talk, everything entertainment, everything. What's up, Doc? That's right. It's Bugs Bunny Day. So happy oh, Bugs Bunny Day. today, huh? So it many is. celebrate. Uh-huh. Right, Bugs? What a maroon. <laughs> what an ignoramus. <laughs> That's right, Bugs. <laughs> Absolutely. There's the Tasmanian devil over there. I love him. Uh, I got into a YouTube vortex this week. This is a couple days ago. After the news, you know, all, all week we've had smatterings of news about the, the Oscars. We complained about it on Monday. And then uh, uh, we got the ratings on Tuesday. And then Alexis got the update on uh, Wednesday about, you know, the ratings ticked up a little bit. Uh, a measly 10 million and it just made me kind of uh get nostalgic for uh, oscars of old and i know with modern audiences i am probably now in the minority but i actually don't think that i am i think i'm in the slim majority i just miss what i'm and i knew look let me acknowledge we we obviously couldn't do it like normal because of of the pandemic 
but I I miss the host. You know, they got rid of the host even before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I went back and I got in this vortex. You know, one clip leads to another. Those bastards <laughs> at YouTube. Oh, but the spiral. And I got in this YouTube vortex, and I had such an enjoyable time going through some of my favorite hosts and watching their monologues and watching the openings of the Oscars and just the grandeur of it. And and the thing that was lack, even if you liked it, like I think, Lex, you liked some aspects of it. But the thing that was the, the number, the word that was missing was fun. It, yeah. There was no joy. I mean, there was very little joy and there was very little fun. And I think that's one of the reasons people used to turn to the Oscars. It was, you know, the no ultimate, it was the ultimate escape. And I was watching this. I'm like, oh, and I had just a permagrin, no matter who the host was. And I pulled, I have uh, four moments here, little moments from four of my favorite hosts, uh, more modern hosts. I wasn't, I didn't go back to Johnny, who I still think is one of the best hosts ever. Like Whoopi Goldberg, uh, the first because clip the I have. the hosts can really set a tone, right? They yeah. can set a tone of fun and yep. also lead the ship. So you're not going, what's happening now? What's happening next? Right. You always go back to that person to go, okay, we're, we're yep. in, let's do this. Because think about the Oscars this year and even last year. And I know some people think, well, you know, it saves time. But you know what? At the sacrifice of what? At the detriment to what? Uh, because the the host, think of how rudderless this year's Oscars seemed. Oh, you know mm, what I mean? It no, was like, oh. Uh, and, and I know as a viewer, some of you listening at home, it, sub, it's like subconscious. You don't know what's, you don't know what's off. But what's off is you don't have someone steering the ship. And also, and I say this every time we have this discussion, the thing that you miss the most with a host and Kenny and Alexis and Dawn, everyone that's ever watched Oscars will agree. You miss the opportunity to take advantage of opportunities. Mm. The best part of the live show, the live broadcast, is the spontaneity. If you you don't have a host to grab onto that minute, that second, that funny moment with Jack Palance, you know, doing push-ups or a mess-up. Or and then the host Uma? comes out and uh, Oprah. Oprah. I Oprah. have that moment. Uma. I actually have yeah. that. Op- if yeah. you don't have a host to take advantage of those spontaneous moments and deliver a great zinger, you're missing. You're missing the best moments of the Oscars. The fun. The, the fun. This first clip here is Whoopi coming out. Whoopi had hosted a few times, but this is the year. Remember, everyone did the Queen, uh, Queen Elizabeth, uh, the grandma, not not the current Queen Elizabeth, but Dame Judi Dench. Everyone had played the Queen. So Whoopi Goldberg comes out as the Queen oh, in this yes. Victoria, like this <laughs> grand outfit, and the audience went nuts, and she delivered. A great first line like only Whoopi could. Here's Whoopi in 1999. Thank you, Bill. Good evening, loyal subjects. I am the African queen. Some of you may know me as the virgin queen. But I can't imagine who. (laughs) 
It is my solemn task this evening to welcome you to the 71st Annual Academy Awards Ceremony. A ceremony devoted to rewarding the many, many people this year who played me. Yes. Or wrote about me. Or designed lovely frocks for me. Because, darling, it's all about me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and this next one is probably a more modern, one of my more favorite hosts, because he's of the style of Johnny. And that's the great Steve Martin. Steve Martin believes, and I think this too, a good host for the Oscars. You come out, you do the best eight minutes of material you have, and you get out of the way. Mm, yes. and, you're, and you're there if the show needs you. And that's truly what the host should do. Here's just a few funny moments. This is Oscars 2003, and just Steve Martin, well, being the brilliant Steve Martin. Now the Oscars are being broadcast for the first time in high-definition television. So I'd like to say a big hello to the three guys watching at Circuit City. Hey! (laughs) Before anyone had those TVs. Writers, directors, actors. If we're stuck here tonight and we run out of food, that's the order of whom we eat. (laughs) Now... Before we go any further, I have a confession to make. Just before I came out here, I licked all the Oscars. <laughs> now this is the 75th anniversary of the Oscars. The very first Academy Awards was held 75 years ago, right across the street at the Roosevelt Hotel. And on your way out, take a look. You just go outside, across uh, Hollywood Boulevard, make a right at the hooker. Oh, <laughs> excuse me, pretty woman. <laughs> oh, perfect, nice. Oh, oh God! And they cut to a shot of Richard Gere, which is great directing. Great directing. Oh yeah. Well, and of course, you know, if you're a young and you may not know this, but uh, Don, Kenny, and Lex, and most of our listeners will. Uh, Billy Crystal uh, held reign for many, many years, and a signature of Billy hosting was that fantastic opening medley that Billy would do. He put uh, all the nominated movies in a jingle. And this year um, is the highest-rated Oscars ever. Uh, I referenced this on Tuesday. This is the 1998 Oscars when a little movie called Titanic was nominated. And here's a little bit of Billy's um, Best Picture medley. It's a wonderful night for Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. Who will win? The five films nominated for Best Picture are... Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a giant ship that started many years ago with an over-budget script. The boss was a loud director man <laughs> who made accountants sick. Two studios teamed up to pay for a three-hour flick. Everybody! A three-hour flick. <laughs> it's made a billion dollars now. I hope it brings some leaks. Some other films deserve a break, like My Giant in Three Weeks. My Giant in Three Weeks. But Titanic is the story here. I've got to tip my hat to Gilligan, the skipper dude, the propeller guy, and the eyes, the movie star. 
Professor and Marianne here on Oscar's Big Night. Oh, Billy. <laughs> Just, wow, that was a big year, Jace. I just looked up the other movies. The yes, Full Monty, yep. Goodwill Hunting, L.A. Confidential. Yep. Oh, Amistad. yeah. What? Oh, oh, Boogie Nights came out that year, too? Yep. Huge. Wow. Huge. You're so right. Big movies, big blockbusters, and a fun, fun program with a fun yeah. MC. Yep. Yep. That's what's missing. Yeah. My Best and Friend's I- Wedding, too, came out. That Men in Black? Yep. Face this year's Oscar element. was the complete opposite of yep. everything that you've said and done this morning. Yeah. Our the final opposite. clip is what Kenny referenced. It's a perfect way to end it. Uh, he, it. He got horrible reviews, but in retrospect, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a Letterman guy, I watched his whole 11-minute monologue, and the critics were wrong. Dave was Dave, and it was classic Dave, and... The snooty Oscar stars just didn't have a sense of humor. Uh, but here's 1995, Letterman hosting, coming out, and immediately noticing Oprah at one end of the theater and Uma at the other end of the theater. And if you know that Dave loves wordplay, he loves, because he has an incredible vocabulary, he loves to play with words, which led to this moment the second he came out. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the 67th Annual Academy Awards. I won't lie to you, I'm very, very excited. And I've been dying to do something all day, and I think maybe we can take care of this. He walks to one end of the studio, or one end of the stage. Oprah? Uma? (laughs) Uma? Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this— all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 and use code JAPOD50 to get 50% off. That's code JAPOD50 at factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 to get 50% off. Oprah? (laughs) I feel much better. (laughs) Oh, and then he proceeded to make a joke. He goes, uh, the people I work for back in New York would like you to know CBS is running color bars this evening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you would anyway. think that when Ricky Gervais scorched everybody a few years ago, that it would have lightened the mood and, and yeah. people would have gone, you know what? This knucklehead is right. Let's let's have some fun. But it's just they've just clenched even tighter oh, ever since yeah. then. Gosh, I love so Ricky right. Gervais. I think he's you, the best. Don, oh. Yes, and, and he, he really pushes buttons. Him. I mean, he does yeah. not care. He doesn't care, Mm-mm. and that's what he you kind of need. Him. 
Yeah. And they didn't learn anything from it. I mean, he was right. Relax. Have some fun. Just laugh. Get, you know, Even if your feelings your stumble are hurt. Just, yes. just laugh. I mean, come on. Put well, on an act. I yeah. We don't have time, and I, I was going to pull it, but on your own, if, if you want to do what I did, I would go, go look at the Alec Baldwin-Steve Martin combo, mm. another underappreciated mm-hmm. hosting gig. Those two together were hysterical. Um, they were brilliant together. They played off each other. Steve has those great non-sequiturs. Alec has, whether you like him or not, you have, Alec has great timing, um, and the two of them together. Honey delivery. Uh, oh, Lex. Yeah. It was, you know, uh, Helen Mirren was nominated that year, and Steve, you know, they go through the audience, and they go, yo, look who's here. And, they, and Steve goes, and then there's that damn Helen Mirren. And Alec <laughs> goes, um, that's Dame. That's Dame. <laughs> Steve, that damn Helen Mirren. Oh, it's great. The Oscars. You can find all of these clips on their official YouTube channel. When we come back, Don McLean and the Dirt Alert. Warning, here comes a cliche, ladies. Your smile is your calling card to the world. Yeah, even though people can't see our smiles on the radio. Well, they can sense we're smiling even during your dad jokes, Lex. Um, Dawn, I don't know if I would categorize that post-joke look as smiling. Rude! All jokes aside, your smile is so important, and if you don't like yours for whatever reason... It can be debilitating. It can really affect the quality of your life. And that's why we're so proud to represent Dr. Amy Hughes at Hughes Dental. Dr. Amy has her fantastic virtual smile consults. Here's how it works. You email Dr. Amy with your smile concerns. You can even upload a pic at Hughes-Dental.com. And Dr. Amy will send you back a private video message detailing an action plan. And here's one of the best things. There's no pressure to buy. She doesn't believe in that stuff. This is your year to change your smile. And yes, here's another cliche, change your life. And she's the best at cosmetic dentistry. Don't you have a fun nickname for Dr. Amy, Jace? I sure do. The Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Trust her, we do. Very good Yoda there, Don. Contact Dr. Amy and take advantage of her virtual smile consults at Hughes-Dental.com. And don't forget, Dr. Amy can be your regular dentist, too. She's my regular dentist. Again, that's Hughes-Dental.com. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Elizabeth is off today, so Don McLean has yes. the biggest stories in entertainment and the dirt alert. And I said it that long, so Don has a few less minutes to fill. Go ahead. Don. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, so this story I read it and I thought I have, I don't remember this about Julia Roberts, but um, let me just tell you there was a love triangle that happened. Kiefer Sutherland and Jason Patrick. They have talked publicly for the first time since their love triangle with Julia Roberts in 1991. So Jason has said um, to the press that they're totally cool now. And what lasted after all, that is me and Kiefer as 35 year buddies. The full story is that Kiefer Sutherland was supposed to marry Julia Roberts back in 1991. They were supposed to get married on June 14th of that year. But instead... Kiefer was spotted on that day moving out of the home that they shared together. 
It turns out they had broken up and called off the wedding. Okay, that's fine. But guess what else happened? Julia Roberts was seen on that day having lunch with Jason Patrick, and then they flew to Ireland together. And they were in a relationship. What? So they addressed this on um, a podcast this weekend called Inside of You. I don't know if you could have workshopped that a little bit. Yeah, I would (laughs) want to be in that meeting. Yeah. Um, So Kiefer admitted it was a difficult time for him, but he said, quote, "Um, the truth, where I'm coming from, you fall in love, you fall in love. There's nothing you can do about that. I don't know. That's very nice of him to say that. I don't believe that at all. I think that you fall in lust and that you need to get over it. (laughs) I don't know. And and like the day before, she's been through some ups and downs with her personal Uh life, though. So she's fine now. Needed to mature. Yeah. If that happened today, though, the coverage that would get. I mean, the fact that we don't remember or wasn't even a blip back in the early 90s. Wow. That would be really be something today huge huge didn't she date lyle lovett oh she married him she married him oh yeah yeah. she's married for a little bit with him Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um okay um this is big news in the world of sports and nfl fan fans um aaron Rodgers is supposedly unhappy with the way his contract negotiations are going with the Packers, and he wants out of Green Bay, but the team isn't ready to give up, and they've refused to entertain trade offers. Well, um, he's ugh. he's been angry for several seasons that the the defense hasn't yeah. supported him. Yeah, so he's Look, complaining, he's complaining. Oh God, who am I? <laughs> oh, yeah, Jace, you're doing great. I love oh, it. Good job. Oh. Yes, oh, he's MVP. Tongue. And then you, they draft another quarterback. What? Did you make that up, Jason? That was brilliant. No, that's true. No, he, I he, know that. He was on the that's grid fantastic. as his story yeah. today, and we didn't get to it. So I fantastic. thought I'd... Fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to sports talk in a second. Yeah. Wait, Are wait, you what, what's going on here? They don't give these shows to camels. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was flashing back to 10 years ago, Jason. What, Kenny? I was flashing back to 10 years ago. What, was this the Mike and Mike show? Yeah. What's going on? Great. I thought I escaped that world. Yeah. <laughs> I try to be as well-rounded as humanly possible. Oh, man. Oh. Well, it's all it's on at my house all the time. Right. So, yeah, yeah, Jace, yeah. 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 Oh, I wish sad. Elizabeth Reese oh. was here because she's, she's a Packers oh. fan and loves Aaron Rodgers. So yeah, she would have had an opinion. Say. Isn't this just your standard everyday contract renegotiation yeah. ploy? Some I mean, people this, are this saying is... he's just trying to get what he wants. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that has a lot to do with it. But when you also see that Tom Brady, who goes to another team, gets uh, the team supports him and gets him all the players that he wants to get True. get Gronk back. He's got wide receivers that he's personally picked, and they said yep, yes to all of it. And then last draft, they drafted another quarterback for Aaron Rodgers, and it's like that's confusing. Yeah, especially when uh. he has been saying, "I don't want the defense isn't great. I don't have the support." So get him I what mean, he wants. Yeah, Jason. I tried that with B. I tried it with B. Arthur. I said, uh, "B, uh, I'm unhappy the the way this is going. I'm going to go over to CCO." She said, "Bye, <laughs> bye." Oh my God! <laughs> See ya. Good you luck. Go, you go. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, uh, I take that back. I'm sorry. <laughs>
<laughs> you have to be willing to walk in that situation. <laughs> you? Uh-huh. you can get more of these stories at mytalk1071.com. And don't forget the Dirt Alert at 1220 and 520 during the 3 to 6 show. When we come back, it's the moment you've been waiting for the return of the original, original forced movie review. Today, Dawn McClain and a rom-com next. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. The Dukes of Hazard will return two weeks from tonight and Dallas will return next week. This portion of The Wizard of Oz sponsored by Pepsi, the choice of a new generation. We will return to the... This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. I play that for Don. No, oh, that's awesome. That is a slice of pop culture history right there. Uh, it was a yearly event back in the day before VHSs and at home entertainment. You had to wait for CBS to broadcast The Wizard of Oz. Yes, yearly. once yeah. a year. Wow. It was so special. Yep. And as you heard, it was usually on Friday nights because yes. kids, you know, you could stay up. They would preempt uh, Dallas. Damn it. Uh, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. Jason and Alexis uh, in the morning. So, you know, for the past couple months, the four of us have uh, try- tried a pop culture experiment, kind of warping our forced movie review segment into something new, a little temporary uh, limited series. Forced movie review, classic movie edition, where we watched a variety of classic movies from The Godfather to The Apartment to uh, 2001 to King Kong to see... Are they still entertaining? Do they hold up? And do we regard them really uh, as classics? Well, that's over now. Um, <laughs> We're done. M- Mr. Smith went to Washington and peed never all over the back. segment and never came back. So we yeah. are we are we are back to doing God's work here. Uh, yes. Forced movie reviews as it was meant to be. I can't believe you're making me do this. Why do we have to talk about that? Do I have- Forced movie reviews. You forced me to do this, 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 this. Okay, I had to review as good as it gets. I do have an Instagram video that I put up that's before I watched it and my thoughts in advance, if you want to hear that. Hi, I'm about to watch my forced movie review, which Jason assigned me. And thanks, Jason, because I already love this movie. It's supposed to be a romantic movie that I will hate, but... I have the DVD. Um, I just turned it on and I thought I would stop for a second. I'm highly offended by Jack Nicholson's character, Melvin. I forgot about the way he describes Cuba Gooding Jr. It's very racist. And I don't think anyone could get away with that now. It's just over the line. It's too much. But where has Helen Hunt been? Uh, I haven't seen her in a while. She's probably growing her forehead bigger than it already is. Uh, anyway, I'm popping this on. The only complaint I have is that it's too damn long. It's like two hours and 19 minutes. So I might skip through some parts. Bye. <laughs> I've never noticed Helen Hunt's forehead before. What? You haven't? You no. haven't? Oh my God! I'm Somebody Googling. should buy some advertising space and put something on there. It's big, girl. It is. You know, we don't like to. We don't body shame on the show, but just just an observation and. Up. 
And Helen, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Helen Hunt has made fun of it herself. Yes. Girl, it's oh, big. Oh, she's got lots she of She has babes. a five head. Yes. Oh, she, uh, you, yeah. Maybe a six now. head. It, you could put some drive-in movies up there. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so here's wow. my review. Um, I, you know, once you get past the shock, I haven't watched it in probably 10 years, uh, but I've seen it about four times. Once you get past the shock of the things that Jack Nicholson says, mm-hmm. it's a great movie. I mean, because it really is. I mean, he does just racist stuff um, from Jewish people to black people to um, just anything. There's homosexual jokes in there that are not okay. And you want to hate him because he's just mm-hmm. foul. But these screenwriters are so brilliant because you hate them and then they show you a little bit of his person personality that you love because he's a novelist and he's writing romance books. So in that one moment, you see that he does know how to at least imagine what romance is, which really ties in to the end of the movie and how he falls in love with Helen Hunt. He also has OCD big time. Like, he can't step on cracks, cracks. Out, outside. Um, and then the love affair that he has with the dog that he has to babysit, Verdell, which is, what is that? That's like, looks like an Ewok. What kind of dog is that? I think it is, it's a mix. I used to know what kind. Oh, it's a, a Yorkie. It's a Yorkie mixed with something, I believe. And it has, like, the bottom of its chin is dark hair, and then it's brown all over, and it looks like a little Ewok. It's so cute. And oh, I Brussels bet the... Griffin? Me oh, is it a buff? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought okay. it was a mix. But... All right. Oh, man. I bet so those adorable. dogs that year, I bet you could not even get one from Breeder, because kind of like Biggie has very expressive eyes and will mm-hmm. lay down and just shift the eyes back and forth. Oh, the dog is so cute. And they t- oh. it's such a good dog trainer because this dog, they taught it to not step on cracks. Like it would look up at Jack Nicholson and then do little like jump over the crack with its legs. It's so and cute. Jack Nicholson's like, don't you be like me. Don't be like me. <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> yes. And the whole plot of the movie is really how depressed Greg Kinnear's character gets because he is attacked um, in his home by Skeet, Skeet Ulrich. Ulrich. His plays this, um, you know, his he's a painter, and so um, he he gets this guy, and he wants to draw paint him, but he doesn't know that he's a thug. Jamie Kennedy is one of the thugs. Which there's so many people in this movie that you don't remember. Maya Rudolph is a police officer and she has like two words she says. You're like, oh my God. Yeah, you're like, oh yeah, when they go investigate um, the the robbery and him getting attacked, she's she comes in and she's like, Where do we start? or something, but that's it. Very oh small my part. Goodness. Um, so a lot of people you'll recognize that have gone on to do bigger and better things. Um, and then it's just such a brilliant film. It's three actors at their best. The it, Direction yeah. by James L. Brooks. He also wrote it with another gentleman. I mean, it's such a unique script. And I don't mind the love story. I actually love it because everyone's a misfit. You don't, it's like people that are so messed up. They've got so many issues that so you damaged. don't think they're ever going to be able to fall in love. And I kind of, yeah, I kind of feel like that in my life. You know, <laughs> I've had some things happen and, um, you know, I didn't ever think I could. So 
That is as sappy as you will ever hear me get on this show. By the way, if you did not catch it, you'll this have to it. go back. Yep. This is it. But yeah. I give this like this is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's definitely my favorite love movie that is modern because I yeah. usually just like old timey love yeah. in black and white movies. So this is just like five stars. Just she, love it. It's my favorite Helen Hunt role she's because so she good. is she's like, you know, she is damaged. She's mm-hmm. like, you know, the, the, the dent and damage section of the you know what I mean, she's just and had a rough life and you she does such a good job being a mom. Like you you feel her her son is sick, her, yeah. her son is sick and you feel feel her pain and and you feel her dedication there's a great scene one of my favorites is she's on a date with this hot guy yes. and her son needs her and then there's yeah there's an accident and and, and she doesn't <laughs> care i mean the, no matter how hot this guy is it's yeah. all about her son yeah. and that endears you to her and uh, yeah it's i mean jack nicholson is so good in this he is just Every little facial expression and all the mean, crabby things that he says are, I mean, it's like one of his best roles ever. Is. He is oh, yeah. so, so good. Do you forget that he's again. Jack Nicholson? Um, yes. You do. You do. Yeah. yeah. That's the, good, the, then. That's the, good. The, the scene, Don, where he has to get a tie for that restaurant oh, at the end. God. I love that. He gets like a... <laughs> He's not dressed properly. Yeah, they go to a. He has to go out. He takes her out. Um, yeah. Just because Greg Kinnear won't go, he's too sad, and um, so they have. They're like, you're going to need a suit, coat, and a tie. We have some in the back that people have left, <laughs> and they bring it out, and he's like, I'm not wearing that. And then Helen Hunt OCD, goes. Yeah. Helen Hunt goes, but you guys dry clean those often, right? And he goes, no, no, I've, I don't think this has no, ever no, been. No. So he's like, I'll be right back. He goes down the street, street, goes into a shop. He can't go in because there's a tile floor with all of these little squares and he can't pass it. So just oh, from Christ. the door, he's like, uh, give that me one. that jacket that and one. that tie. It's just <laughs> then he comes back and insults her. She's like really falling in love with him at this point. And she's like, wow, you look she almost says sexy. And then she's like, you look very good. And then she's like looking at him and he goes, this place kind of is terrible. I mean, they made me wear this jacket and tie, but they let you come in in a house coat. And yeah. she has this beautiful dress on, and oh. she gets up and leaves. And then he tries to get her back. It's just, man, it's... if you have not seen this in a while... Go watch it. It'll make you happy. Yes. Oh. So good. Yeah, Lex is happy. Well, that happiness will end when we return (laughs) because Dawn will assign Alexis a horror movie when we return. (laughs) I can't believe you're making me do this. Why do we have to talk about that? Do I have to? Forced movie reviews. You forced me to do this. This, this, this. Welcome back. It is. I think I hear Zen crying, you guys. Nope, on Hell's Home, so that's not really a problem. No, (laughs) I think on Hell's there. No, he didn't. Oh, right. What's what's the baby doing? Just sitting in his cage? Yeah, he's just sitting there. I should really go and 
Oh, Make we can sure see you okay. now, so we know <laughs> that there's no one next to you. No, Welcome baby. back, Jason and Alexis. <laughs> if your baby's on the floor right now, we have a problem. Uh, Jason and Alexis in the morning of my talk with a seven one. You should have made him cry. You should have just gone yeah. out there and yeah. made him cry during Seriously. that last break. <laughs> oh, well, shoot! Next time. <laughs> well, I was nice to Dawn, uh, bringing back forced yeah. movie review. I went easy on Dawn. Uh, well, I will admit, accidentally. But we went easy on Dawn um, with Force Movie Review. She hates rom-coms, romances. I gave her as good as it gets. And as the segment goes, now she punishes Alexis by assigning her a horror movie. You will be watching from 1955, starring Robert Mitchum, Night of the Hunter. Oh. Let me play a little bit what of the trailer. Ben never told you he'd throw it in the river, did he? I can hear you whispering, children, so I know you're down there. I can feel myself getting awful mad. Here is all the passion and suspense, the heart-pounding warmth of the best-selling novel that gripped millions. Pearl, wake up! Come on, Pearl! There you go. Wake up, Pearl. He's coming. All right. This is about a real guy named Harry Powers. He um, did these awful things that you'll see in the movie. This is the movie that, have you ever seen anybody with love and hate on their knuckles? It's yeah. from this movie. That's where Robert Mitchum has oh. the that tattooed on his knuckles. He pretends he's a preacher. He uh, actually swindles women and widows out of money, and he will do anything he can to get money from them. Um, he's a pretty evil guy. He was in real life. Harry Powers and Alexis. Yeah. The place where the real guy, Harry Powers, was executed in 1932. Yeah. I have been to that prison. It's oh called my Moundsville gosh. Penitentiary. It's in West Virginia. And um, it's uh, closed down now, but it's extremely haunted. I've seen. How long the, were you in for? Um, Did you do a couple of years there? Uh, <laughs> No, she chose to go there overnight, there, um, oh. And uh, oh. it was an overnight private investigation. Um, six oh, of us went, that. or five of us went. And it was one of the best places I've ever been. It is unbelievably creepy. They shut the prison down because of cruel and unusual punishment because the cells were so small. I've been in many of the cells. I've been in his cell. I saw the electric chair where he was executed. Um, they oh don't let you sit in the electric gosh. chair, but um, it also has Shelly Winters in it, and she is really good. <laughs> she is? She is. She's oh, yeah. really good in this. Oh, wow. Winters was a hell of an actress. Yeah. And really good looking, yeah. Um, you can find this on Prime for free or Tubby okay. for free. <laughs> What's it called, you know Dawn? It's called The Night of the Hunter. You know who else is in it, Dawn? Lillian Gish. Lillian Gish, yes. Oh. Yes. She plays She had one to of be the 110 widows. then. Oh, How old my. was she? Uh, in 55? You know what? She's um she looks like mid forties in it. Oh, is that all? But the cinematography oh. is so beautiful. It's one of my favorite old movies because they are it's so artful. But he is super oh, I like that. scary. He is uh. very scary in this. He's tracking down these kids the whole time, so that'll scare you. Um, thanks. Oh, oh, I'm looking at it. And it's it's about a real guy. Yeah. 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 I had never, I have not seen this and I'm looking at Mitchum 
Do you want to watch it too? Oh, he's so good looking. Don't even get me started about Robert Mitchum. He is a good looking man. Oh my gosh. He's my old timey crush. Oh, he is? Oh, yeah. Nice. And he's a real bad boy too. He was very mean to John Wayne and would talk crap about him. Oh, he also really? had been in. Oh. He had been in jail. He was like a real. He lived it. He kind of lived it. He was it. a total badass, yeah. Jason. Yeah. No, he was awesome. Yeah, I don't. Admittedly, one of those. One of the stars I don't know. I don't know a lot about. He uh, got fired Mitchum. from a couple movies for smoking weed. You know, he got put in jail for that. Oh, wow! <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Are you excited, Lex? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I actually no, have a feeling. I, I actually have a feeling you may like this movie. I yeah. might. I might. Yeah. 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 I'm going so, easy on you. Sounds scary though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that you've been there. I wonder if you connected with one of, with his spirit. Um, too. I have some or, interesting stories I could tell at some, some point. Yeah. Yeah. If that was him. <gasps> oh. And where where was the prison again, Don? The prison's in West Virginia. It's called okay. uh, Moundsville Penitentiary or West Virginia State pen um and um the military actually uses it for drills and stuff but it is oh um you know what else was filmed there um that the stephen king miniseries oh the stand uh, the kid in the well and the guy he's weird yes yes he's tall and like real gaunty yeah it's the guy who played it yeah. Oh my Remember gosh, that? you sound like Scar- a Scar- the Castle House? No. Castle Rock. Castle, Castle Rock. Rock. So when they showed um the prison. <laughs> we got there. Thank you. Thank Jason. Yes. Castle Castle Rock. Um the prison, the Shawshank prison, it was filmed there at this oh. penitentiary that, that I was oh, that's at. Cool. Yeah. And they have still some of the set down there in the basement, which is super haunted. Um Yeah. Ooh, Ooh. I had some really great great experiences there oh you need to tell some of those stories leading up to friday yeah. next okay week. sure yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be great i want to yeah. go back we can listen to all that take a take an hour for heaven's sake <laughs> we'll listen to the whole thing all your stories uh this yeah. weekend as we wrap up make sure you uh try out netflix's play something uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. feature <laughs> Is it going to roll out for you guys now, It's going to roll out. You know, I'm living in the future, so. We got to go, but I was re-listening to that segment yesterday (laughs) on our way, and I was on the floor laughing because I miss some of Dawn's asides sometimes because I'm, (laughs) and Dawn's like, Jesus Christ. I mean, just just, (laughs) go out there, Pierce. I know. I'm on row 18, and I don't see it. (laughs) Go out there and be yourself, right, Lex? That's right. You be you. Have a great Friday. Friday, day, day. We love you. Bye, friends.